What's up, fam? Welcome back to another podcast interview. Before we get into this, I just want to say thank you, everyone, who came out to uh, the second art show that That's the Ingle has produced. It was for a dear friend, Henry Dotson, in his first solo show. So shout out all of you guys who came out and showed love. Can't wait to do more art-driven events in the future. Already planning a couple more this year in the next month or two. Okay, enough of that. Guys, in this interview, I'm talking with DJ K Mera. He is a local legend in the area and he's been playing for over 10 years. And luckily, I actually have a lot of experience with DJ and DJ culture. So it was honestly really fun for me personally to kind of ask all these questions uh, to someone who's really in the game doing big things. Yeah, it was a really fun interview and uh, I really hope you guys enjoy it and, and learn a lot about DC music and DJ culture. All right, enjoy. Do 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 do. That's the angle. Do do what? That's the podcast. Boom boom boom. Right. Yo, trying to pass the Jamie? Oh yeah, no, it's all for me, bro. Damn, yo, yeah, <laughs> right, dude. I'm trying to get some of this you stuff. Want, want this or you got yeah, I'll take a little bit. Actually, I'm gonna do like some uh, Red Bull and Jameson at three o'clock. <laughs> it's the life. Hey man, I'm here for it. I've discovered that drinking really loosens people up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> probably the reason why people do it, right? <laughs> you know, it, it, I keep finding like the more I drink on this show, the more fun I have. So I, mm-hmm. it's fine with me. So like, it's not a every show thing to like have like a bottle there just to drink. I mean, you know, just to like, you know, you know, if I was like a better guest, I'd always have alcohol <laughs> on hand. You know, like I have uh, like some wine, some liquor available. Yeah. Some which, wine is probably a vibe for like a, a podcast, right? Wine is good too. Wine, liquor, it's it's both good to me. Yeah. Um, I'm here for it all. But yeah, the alcohol is great, man. Yeah. You know? I mean, shit. I'm, I'm a DJ, so I definitely know that. <laughs> do you drink a lot while you, like, is that a big part? Do you drink a lot? You get drunk all the time? Um, No, I don't get drunk all the time, but I do, uh, like, you know, have, like, a drink or two while I DJ. I think it kind of just loosens me up. It kind of makes me feel like I'm one of the people in the crowd. Mm. Like, I know as someone who's like there to like party they they want to hear certain songs at at certain moments and as a dj like you might just get caught up in just like okay i gotta like pace myself i gotta play this i gotta play that whatever but like when you kind of have a couple of drinks in you you're like man that'll be that'll be lit if i just played this right now and you, you, you just play it and then everybody goes crazy and it's like oh, really man. like like it helps you catch the vibe of the audience yes i feel like i'm looking at myself djing sometimes like <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like oh, oh shit like play this right now it's gonna go crazy then i'll play that you know it's just like they're like you're outside your body and like, yeah and you have that perfect buzz it's like you can put your shoes yeah, that in your perfect place buzz. There, there is like a certain level where you can get too sloppy of course but I, I don't i've barely had those moments i think i think like also just like controlling a crowd keeps you kind of like sober a little bit like you have to be on on, on point you know what i'm saying so because like if you if you mess up People gonna hear it and then it's like, oh, okay, he, he he sucks, you know. So I feel like it may be a big mess up, but I feel like I feel like drinking and being a DJ are so synonymous. Like people just assume that you're like an expert alcoholic, mm-hmm. like you're just functioning all the time. I always wonder how the people balance that. Like, I mean, I think you definitely build a tolerance. Mm-hmm. Um, like, try to like angle the mic towards your mouth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, you can move the thing around. Are we are we on right now? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hey. Hey. Um. You know. I think. Uh, you definitely like learn like a tolerance, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of like know your uh, boundaries and stuff when it comes to drinking. But 
Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic, so we're good. No, I feel you because <laughs> there's something about just having like a little buzz. It's you can channel the right emotion. Be like, oh shit, I'm gonna play this throwback, yeah. or something. and they're and gonna go crazy. And definitely, it helps uh, getting on the mic because mm. I don't usually like get on the mic when I DJ. I'm all like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the music speak, you know speak for itself. Uh. <laughs> But, like, when you have a couple, you know, things in you, the shots in you, whatever, like, you do want to, like, be vocal about what you're doing right now. What <laughs> so, do you say? Like, what kind of stuff would you get on and say? Oh, uh, man. I mean, it kind of depends on the vibe. Something maybe towards, like, the song that I'm playing. Like, sing along, you know, if you know the words, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, let the uh, beat drop or whatever. Or maybe just, just, like, just, like, point out something in the crowd. Or, I mean. Yo, girl with the big old ditty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know if you actually practice. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, just like something something to make the crowd kind of just engage and just inter- interactive a little bit, you know, mm. something like that. Yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting that you talked about controlling the crowd because I feel like as a DJ, it's it's like a pressure you don't feel until you're in that, you're, until you're in that position of having to control a crowd and, and be the soundtrack to their night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I think as somebody that just goes to parties and stuff you might not understand like the art of it or whatever um but like definitely like it's it's a really like powerful feeling like just to like know like each song you play and each direction you take really just kind of changes the mood in, in, the, in the whole party and yeah. it could it could make somebody have like the best night of their, of their life you know what i'm saying yeah. just just because you played this one song they're like, oh my God, this is the song that I've been trying to hear at a, at a party setting for so long. <laughs> and, you know, they might see somebody, you know, of the opposite sex or, or, you know, whatever. And they're like, we connect on this song. And then it's like, that's the song that they get married to. Or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, it, it's just crazy. Yeah, dude, that's so true. It's like you play that one niche song and it can mm-hmm. just make someone feel so comfortable and at home. And it's like, oh man, like you really kind of just bring it. Like you have to like bring the the inner like animal out of people with yeah. like, your music. like how do you unlock them yeah yeah i think my best moments uh in djing has been when i've played something out of the ordinary more than i play like the hit record you know mm. like like 100 like i mean it's easy to play the hits um and like you i feel like djs you should give the crowd what they want which a lot of time is like you know the hit songs that they love but when you can find that happy space where it's like you, you start playing records that they didn't expect or like something just like a cool sound that they that they might not be hip to or something. Mm. I mean, all right, some crowds are different than others because some, you know, just want to hear the mainstream. They want to hear what they know. And if they hear anything that they don't know, it's like... Is like, that dependent yeah. on what venue you're at or what state you're at? Like, uh, how yeah, is that no, different? Probably venue and, and party. And, mm-hmm. You know, like the bottle service clubs, you kind of have to stick to the script for the most part. Like There, there are times when you can kind of go left field. Uh-huh. Um, but like parties that like I do now mostly are like open format and like maybe a little hipster I guess or like like you know? the Adobo events Adobo in, in yeah the... Adobo um and like my party is um everything nice okay where like we play like everything nice basically like just like just everything that you would want to hear at a party and stuff that you wouldn't even expect and that's your event that's my event yeah dude that's epic yeah I started that uh, a couple years ago uh, is it always at the same spot no no so all right so I started in 2016. Uh, and I started, like it was first at like Velvet Lounge, you know, you know that spot. Yeah, of course, I heard yeah, of that. Yeah, Velvet's like that, that's, but that's like a lounge. That's like a real DC yeah. lounge. Like honestly, I was just happy to have my own party and to have my own residency. So I was like, that's, you know, that's like, sick. like Velvet is like a staple in DC. It's just it for like you know, like uh, what's it called, uh, dive bars, you know. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, so so like um, I was there for like maybe like almost a year, I guess. 
And it was just like whatever, I guess. And then I took a little bit of time off, found a new venue. I went to uh, Big Chief. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I went to Red Rocks first, had a couple events there. wasn't really my vibe. Went to Big Chief. I like Big Chief, but uh, it was kind of too big. Why didn't you like Red Rocks up on H Street? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just like too spaced out. Like I like I like parties that are kind of intimate a little bit, oh, you know? Yeah. And like you have like a dance floor, but you have like people on the side eating and mingling and not even paying attention to what's going on. <laughs> so it's like, why would I throw my party here? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you like like the the location or the the spot has to have a vibe for it to, to yeah, feel I mean, conducive. I mean, yeah, like venue to me is very important. Mm, like I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, like, like the sounds, uh, just the people that work there. Like just like the vibe when you walk in. Um, the like like lights if, there, if there's lights there you know or just uh just the overall ambiance like it can help so much like that 100%. is so important yeah it, it'd be so weird because people are trying to dance and you're trying to get them into this mind state and then right next to them someone's ordering chicken wings you're just like god yeah, damn it like, like, it just completely breaks your flow it's, it's just now what i had envisioned for the party mm-hmm. you know um and then like big sheep was cool we, was cool we did that a couple times but then i took a break from everything nice uh for like Almost the year, maybe like nine months or something like that. Uh, in twenty yeah. was it eighteen, I think, uh-huh. just because I was looking for the right venue. Um, and then twenty nineteen, uh, I linked up with some friends because I I realized I couldn't do it by myself. Um, I, I linked up with uh, some really dope graphic designers, uh, Monglin and Lay. Oh, I love Monglin. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, and th- and they were like really really into the idea of the party anyway. So they like kind of volunteer themselves, like, "Yo, we can take care of all your uh, graphics and everything. Let's, let's, you know, what I'm saying, let's make it work." Yeah, because she was doing all the feel good stuff. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and weren't you playing those events? Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude. <clears throat> God, you got me sick. Like, like it's like, like you're, <laughs> oh, you talking about being sick. There I'm being go. sick. Dude, like, I've been seeing. It's so crazy. Bring them on because, like, I've been seeing you on flyers for yeah. so long. I've been and, around. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's like so weird to have you on the show for me. Like, it's yeah, so cool. Like, it's up. so damn cool. And, and Mongling's flyers are some of the flyers. Yeah. I've seen you. I've been seeing you on for years. So yeah, yeah, she's she's the best I think in DC definitely. Oh, she's so talented. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so like we linked up, and I needed another DJ just to help out with just the whole music aspect of it and everything. And it was just natural. My man DJ Bo, he's like a, a really really good friend of mine and just like a great DJ. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like awesome. So and we have like the same vibe, and like a, a lot of our sets kind of have like the same vibe. So I thought it was just it just makes sense. So we uh, first had our party at Umaya, which is um, a spot uh, kind of like downtown. Um, and it was cool, but there was it just it still wasn't what I wanted. Mm. Um, and then we luckily got Marvin, which is like a staple yeah. in D.C. And we kind of just redid it. We were like, you know what? Instead of doing a night party, let's do a day party. Um, less like pressure, I guess, of like having a night party. Let's just have a day party. Like Marvin, you know, serves food and everything like that, which is cool. But they ha- they have a deck where you can have more of a chill vibe, and then they have the inside space where it can be like, like more of a party. Yeah, and yeah, I just, they they do have a good kind of breakup of the rooms there. Yeah, and and they bring a crowd. I mean, it's it's not really hard to, to like promote there. Like they bring out a lot of like beautiful people. So uh, yeah, they do. It's always it's always very packed too. Yeah, people come there yeah. to turn up. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I think it was last April. <clears throat> We started to do the uh, day parties there, and it's been and, and like we just went off. Like the main thing about everything nice is always going to be the music and then the branding, mm-hmm. and, and we've we have you know, uh, like I feel like the music is always going to be on point, and then the branding we just find new ways of just doing fun things with that. 
Um, yeah, the, the branding is so important. Like, and by branding, it's almost like you're saying flyer design. Yeah, flyer design. Like, like if the flyer does not look sick, it, yeah, it, no one I wants mean, it, to go. It helps. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure there's been many parties in the world that didn't have a flyer that rocked. You know what I'm saying? But I think just for our party, it's like we gotta just have the art, the artistic eye for it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like we we like really pay attention to detail. Yeah. You know, with like just just like small things. Like this uh, summer, we had a theme, and it was basically. Um, taking uh brands and kind of flipping them into into everything nice like we took oh uh, i see what you're saying we took like bubble gum and flipped it into like everything nice theme and we like had bubble gum for like people out in the party with oh, like blue, fun. You know, blue bubbles and stuff we that's had like sick. balloons stuff like that uh, we had like a pop tart theme which was really crazy we made like our own design of like pop tart like it was it was like it was a whole it was a whole thing did like, you give pop tarts at the event of course <laughs> we had this one uh, uh theme for cereal, and we like had each DJ as their own cereal box. That's hilarious. I, I, if you look on if you look on our IG, which is Everything Nice DC, you can like see all the flyers and stuff. It looks uh, looks really crazy. Yeah, I remember seeing the pop tarts. Yeah, like, Why is it so yeah, sick? it was crazy. Yeah, and it's, I mean it's just fun. It's like lighthearted. It's just you know fun, and we, and we have cereal at the party too, which is kind of weird because like drinking and cereal doesn't really mix. But you know, what made you want to do your own night? Like, what made you want to start your own sort Some of party? Own? Like, what made you um, do that? I just felt like it was time because I was doing every, everybody else's party. So, mm. and this that was something that I wanted uh, for a long time. Is that because you want more control over the music yeah. or you want to make more money or is it everything? Well, the money, I mean, I'm, man, I, I want to make more money, True. but that's going to come like a little bit later in, in, in the in the, the, in the in the grand scheme of things, you know? Oh, so um, everything nice is more of like, let's start something now and in the yeah, future I mean, it can become something. Yeah, big. yeah, no, because I have, I have, I have a big ideas for it, you know, in, in the future. But um, yeah, but like definitely to control... Uh, the music aspect and to have an outlet to play, you know, whatever I want and not just stick to a script, you know, for sure. 100%. Like man. it's, it's just, it gets draining, man. Like there was a time, there was a definitely a time like, uh, in the past decade or whatever, where I was just kind of drained about like having to play a lot of these clubs and stuff. And it's kind of took away from the reason why I was doing it, you know? Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying because mm -hmm. look, I can't hold a light to your DJ career, dude. Like I mean, you've been DJing 10 plus years. So I can't hold light to that, but I have some experience. And with that experience, it's like you're expected to play certain songs in certain venues. And, yeah. And, and, and it's like you're a DJ. You're literally like a scientist of music. Like you you are like a, a whole season ahead of, of trends mm -hmm. from what the public, if not a whole year from what the public's going to hear. Yeah. So when you have to go to these venues and play, you know, whatever's on the radio, then just yeah, especially it, these, it's like, oh, it can be so draining on it's, you. It's draining. And then like sometimes like, I'll even forget to like play certain records that have been out just because I'm tired of them myself. <laughs> so it's like me as like a DJ and like just as a person, I'll be like, yo, I don't want to hear like Rihanna Cake right now. Like it's like mad old and it's like whatever. But oh it's like God. there'll be, you know, girls or people that request that. And I'm like, oh, God damn. Like, you know, like I don't want to play this right now. But I mean, I, I've I've come a long way though because early, early on in my career, I started like 2010. And I was super backpack mode. Like, I was not playing any mainstream music. If you come to me talking about playing Drake, <laughs> I'm going to slap you. I mean, actually, like, back then, Drake was was kind of cool, though. But, I mean, he's, you know, whatever. <laughs> Drake will always be cool and not cool at the same yeah, yeah. time. Like, he will he will always be, like, the, the like a good record to play and also yeah, the record yeah, you like, don't want to play, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, I mean, you know, respect. But, um, yeah, so like, I was, like, super on my backpack mode. Like, I was playing only 90s music. I was doing hip-hop shows. I was, like, just all that. And then... 
um, I started to get into like the party scene a little bit. And when I realized those records weren't working at the party scene, I was like, okay, you can either do go this way or that way. And I, I decided, you know what, let me. Why'd you get into the party scene? I mean, they pay a lot better than doing like open mics, you know. <laughs> Big facts. Um, and like, and like, you want to make, make make people dance. Like, you want to make people have fun. Like, that's kind of like one of the main reasons to DJ, in my opinion. Like, like, there's no better uh, sight than or feeling than seeing people dance from your music. You know, like having like the time of, the, of your life of, of their life. You know, um, was there a moment when you felt like when you first felt that that you can think of, or when um, you were like, damn, that felt so good to kind of get it right. Mm. Uh, or just like a recent time you felt like that? I, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's times like I think back when I was first doing clubs, like my first like real club residency was at Capital. I don't, I don't think they're still going on right now, but uh, yeah, like I used to do like Fridays there, and to just like do that and to see like everybody just have the time of their life was like really crazy, and like. I mean, there's always going to be moments, like, even, like, recently when I'm just DJing, I'm just like, yo, like, this is, like, I can't believe I'm still doing it. Like, this, 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 is, this is fucking lit, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, dude, you've been doing it for 10, 10 plus years. Yeah, like, I think 2010 is going to be the 10th year. So, it's, it's been a decade. I, I started, like, thinking about DJing 2008. Um, it took me, like, two years to just say, fuck it and do it. Um, Why, because you just had, like, better music taste or something? I mean, all right. So, tw- uh, uh, okay. So, like, 2008, I was in school. I went to uh, to Morgan State University in, in Baltimore. Um, and like, while I was there, I was you know partying, whatever, whatever. And I would just end up like going to to clubs and going to parties and just listening to DJ the whole time. Like, yo, like <laughs> this is like crazy. But what I'm what I'm hearing right now, and I would like predict what he's gonna do next and like all that stuff. Um, and then like it kind of I kind of got obsessed like Ooh. with music and DJing and, and like just like the whole art of it and like for those two years like if you were if you were like were my friend i was going to talk to you about music or djing all the time like that was the only thing i wanted mm. to like talk about um and it was like to the point where i was like in school and kind of like depressed like i was like yo like i don't want to be in class right now i was in school as a psych major oh wow um so because like at first i wanted to be like a guidance counselor for like high school and stuff like that um, but then I realized like I love music too much to not do something with it. It sounds like you f- you figured out you had that feeling that you found what you actually wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely during like college around that time. And then twenty ten, this is like I have a whole story. But um, yeah, let's yeah. go, man. <laughs> like um like twenty ten, I moved into like this on campus apartment and my roommate was a DJ. Oh. So like that just told me right there. I was like, yo, this is it. Like Was he like a legit DJ? Or he was like like a bullshit DJ. No, no, no. He, like he was he was good. Like he, like he didn't have like vinyl records and all that stuff. Um he actually had this uh like controller that like used your iPod. So like this was like kind of before like people were like, were, were like easily getting controllers all the time. That needs to be stated. Like at this time that you're thinking about DJing, controllers mm-hmm. were not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like like producing an EDM thing EDM was not a thing. Like EDM ushered in a whole wave of shitty DJs, but like DJing at 2009, it yeah, was yeah. it was not that like glorified. I'm I'm not like the greatest historian, but I I can't remember when Serato came into play, but I think by then it was. Um, I mean it was definitely like in play by then, but 
there were still people like DJing off CDs and like vinyl and stuff like still 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 then you know yeah I mean by then you should you should probably move on a little bit <laughs> but I mean like it wasn't like a whole easy phenomenon that now now it is you know so like he had this like controller where you can put your iPod in the middle and you can literally blend songs off of your ipod that's kind of sick and it's actually really really dope because it teaches you how to blend off your ear like not just look at like a wave a wave screen you know like oh really you know what i'm saying like it's literally like okay this song sounds good what would song good with it and then you just like scroll through your ipod was there there any headphone mix or anything yeah yeah, yeah. okay it was it was like legit like a controller but it was just an ipod so like that like taught me how to like just really like song select and like Mm. and like beat match and all that stuff but you played with that and you were like yeah i really like this yeah yeah it was awesome and then um before i got my equipment before i I, you know got all that stuff i I downloaded like virtual dj which i would say uh to like up-and-coming djs i mean don't stick with virtual dj but it actually does help teach you like bpm and all that kind of stuff um and I was just obsessed with that stuff, man. I was really obsessed. And then just going through school, going, you know, just doing the whole class thing. I was just so annoyed. And I, I, um, I talked to my mom, you know, God bless her. Um, <laughs> Big shout out, mom. Yeah. Uh, she, so, like, she kind of gave me the, like, the blessing. And for, like, African parents, that's very, very, like, rare. What was that conversation like? So, like, we were just having, because we, we used to have, like, really deep conversations. And then, like... I kind of just told her, like, I'm, I, I don't know if I want to be in school right now and all oh. that stuff. And she was like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I mean, I kind of like this thing called DJing. And, you know, she didn't know what, what that was. Um, so, I, I like, I, I literally got my laptop and I showed her clips of, like, Jazzy Jeff and, like, DJ AM and all that. Wow. Doing, like, all, all, all those things. Some real crazy And DJing. she was like, oh, wow, that's nice. But, I mean, she didn't really understand it. But she told me, she was like, if you want to be a DJ, just be the best you can be. Like, 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 um, if you want to be a, uh, what's it called? Like a trash man, be the best trash man you can be. Like, that's, that's all I want from you. Once I got that, I was like, it's go time. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah that was, that was really awesome. Wow. That's, that's, that's um, beautiful. So after that, uh, for my 21st birthday that year, all my cousins and like close family friends, they surprised me with, uh, money to get turntables. No way. Yeah. Like my wow. whole family was like on it. Like they were like, yo, like just. You know what I'm saying? Just like do they, it. they knew that you really wanted to. Yeah, do yeah. It. I was obsessed. Like I was literally a little like like really obsessed with it. Um so that summer, like I just locked myself in the basement, you know what I'm saying, learned everything, learned everything, learned. Uh probably did like a cookout or two or something like that. Just like small stuff. Um Yeah, it's like where do you start when you get that first thing? Like even getting the blessing, dude, that's so amazing. Because most parents, you're literally in college paying to be there. And who yeah. knows? I don't know if she was paying or not, because you know, somebody said, Are you trying to like drink off camera or something? Bro, no, we no, can I'm see good. we can see you drinking on camera. What are you trying to like <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no this is apple juice guys. This yeah, is apple yeah, juice. Yeah. But dude, that's amazing that your mom gave that blessing because I feel like most parents' situation would be like, What the fuck are you doing? You're going to school right now, wasting your goddamn right. money, and you want to play music on the weekends, but your mom's yeah. like, yo, just be the best you can be. Like, yeah. No, no, that was that was amazing, and I I still graduated. I got my degree, so oh, shit, that was that was for them. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want, but like after I graduated, I did not sign one application. I did not do anything. I just was just DJing. Wow, um, must been like a lot of pressure. How did you how did you navigate those early days? Like what was that like? How did you start getting gigs? Like what was? Well, so um, were you even called K Meta at that time? Yeah, yeah, I was always K Meta. Oh wow. So like so so like, so like, um, so like um, K Meta is. A nickname from my actual name, which is Kali Metaferia, so K Metaferia Meta. Mm. Um, so that's just like been like just something I've, I've had. Khalid. 
uh, Kalib, which Kalib. is which is like the Ethiopian way to pronounce it. I'm trying to get more into my Ethiopian pronunciation nowadays because mm. in school I was Caleb from like K to oh, like they just college. Americanized just Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that I'm like grown and like my own man and shit, I, I want to just be like my own. Either I'm Caleb or I'm K Meta. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, <laughs> hell yeah, that's what, hey man, respect, dude. Like, I'm gonna be like, yo, you guys say Bruce. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> nah, no one, no one say that. No, no, no. But like, no, no. I, like, um, honestly, for like a lot of first, first generation, like, just like immigrants, or whatever. Like, that's like a real problem. Like, I, I know, I know girls, I know people that like their name is Sarah, but people call them Sarah or like oh, Hannah. Yeah, that's so but true. Like Hannah, you know what I'm saying? And like, you kind of like just kind of like let it go after a while because like it's, it's hard to like correct everybody for like every single day you know yeah, what i'm saying that'd be exhausting yeah it's it's exhausting but like there's like a lot of people nowadays that are like you know what this is my name and this is how i say it and then you know what i'm saying respect it so i mean i put more respect on that than than changing to fit someone's yeah. like shit yeah i was just like, I, like, like it probably happened like early like first grade or some shit i was just like you know what fuck it my name is Kalu. damn <laughs> yeah yeah and then it's, it's funny because like I'll have like moments where uh like my school friends will meet like my cousins or like my family and then one person saying Caleb one, one person saying Caleb and it's just like who's who like what's up what's up <laughs> so like yeah but anyway um you're talking about the early days like you're like the what like when you first got those turntables and you were getting into like what was that like yeah yeah so i mean uh so like i was still in school um so i was doing the school thing and DJing like on the weekends and stuff like that like in DC, so like mm. I was, you know what I'm saying? And then um like once I graduated, um I kinda like set myself up to be okay. Like I had enough connections to like, you know, get some money. I like um like um I had like a side job, I had like a like a restaurant job, so mm. I wasn't like, you know, broke or whatever. I mean, you know, kinda broke. Yeah, you're taking care of yeah, your pockets. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're, you're living, you're living, yeah. but you, you do what you gotta do. Right, right. Um and like uh what else? Like I was just like doing hip hop shows and stuff, and I graduated kind of to like doing parties. I, I luckily have uh, a cousin who like promotes in the city also. Oh, sure. Um, so like, he he kind of set me up to like, you know, what I'm saying get a couple of good gigs, and it's like, um, luckily like I'm actually good. So it's like he let me, uh, you know, get some spots, and then I didn't bomb, you know. So like that's that's the thing. Like you can get you know some like favorable like things but you have to actually be good at it too you know yeah especially when you're coming into it from a standpoint of like a little bit of a music elitist from yeah. the beginning because you say like yo you're on your backpack shit yeah, yeah, yeah. which makes a lot of sense because when i was trying to do it i was on my shit like yeah, that too yeah, like exactly. i'm playing only dance music like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then you, you get into those clubs and you're like well, i can't do that and like like also i just wanted to to be able to be put in any situation and be able to rock it you know like that's mm. important too like uh not only just do like underground stuff but mainstream stuff and maybe do weddings or do like old people uh, events or you know like just like whatever like i want to be able to like be knowledgeable in all things music and uh be able just to like adapt you know what is it about that drew you to djing like what like but like what is like you saw your roommate doing it but what about it were you like that's it that's what i want to do i mean it was definitely in school but like I've always loved music. I've always mm. been the like the guy that was talking about like like the new thing that came out. Like on the bus, I like always had like the burned CDs of like the new Lil Wayne mixtape or like you know whatever whatever like that was that was just out. And I was just always about music. Um, the thing, I mean, the moment that I would probably say that made me like be like okay, like maybe I should DJ is like definitely at a, at a, at a house party one time. You know how 
you would have like iTunes and Windows Media Player, and you would kind of like blend songs together or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we it was like a house party, and like there was it was there was a computer playing the music, and I just like walked in that joint, and started to play some stuff, and like the thrill of that was so crazy, oh. so 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 crazy, and like seeing how they responded. Yeah, for the first like, time, like oh wait, they actually fuck with my. Yeah, case. yeah, like that was like the most amazing feeling. And then my friend afterwards was like, you know, people actually do this for a living, right? You should like, like think about it. Like, I was like, oh shit. So that was probably like the first moment. That was the oh. first moment I was like, okay, maybe I should do this. And then like, I was so thorough, like I was so uh, like obsessed with it that I just like researched like the history of DJing, and I was just like looking up videos and all that stuff. And I was just really, really, really into it. So yeah, like I was like obsessed definitely. <laughs> it's it, it, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems to me like it was a way to just share music like you, yeah. you found a way because you loved it so much that you're like yo how can i share this yeah it's kind of happening and people fuck with it. yeah sharing music and just doing something in the music's like field because mm. like i can't sing like i rap sometimes when i'm drunk <laughs> but that's it <laughs> like, you know um but like yeah i mean you know what i'm saying like i like that was my way of that was my outlet you know mm. yeah that's really mm. interesting so how'd you how did you transfer from being like you know, like like getting your turntables and being the DJ and start getting in the club scene. Because I feel like it's it's got to be pretty intimidating to mm-hmm. go from being like a a, a, a bedroom DJ yeah. to to playing these it's nightclubs just, that people wait an hour in. They pay a thirty dollar cover. Right, it's right, like right. like what was it's that? just experience, man. It's just like what's the, what's the what's the saying called? Like fight or flight. Like it's yeah. kind of like just get get into that room and do your best. And if you think that you're good at it or like if they think that you're good at it like then you're good at it you know what i'm saying it's just it's just kind of experience man like nothing beats experience like you can practice all you want but once you have to dj for other people like that's the that's the main way to like get better you know it's a whole different animal when you're actually up on a raised platform in yeah, front of yeah, everyone yeah. especially like some like some of these clubs that like have you elevated and like you're like the star of the whole thing like do you like that do you like that attention uh, i mean <laughs> i don't really like attention like that um I would like people to know who's DJing, but like, I'm not like, look at me, look at me. Like, this is the show of, of Kate Meta and da, da da da. But I mean, as you get older though, you you start to expect more out of certain things. Like, I don't want to go to a, like a club and just DJ and nobody know who the who it was and that was it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I do want people to know who's who's rocking right now, but I'm not like gonna stop the music and to be like yo this is me and that's that's who i am and then like <laughs> I, I, I hate that I, some like, people might no i mean of course and and it works for them too but yeah that's just not my that's not my style you know uh, you, you just play like a, like a clip dj k yeah. is that what you do like i mean yeah I'll, I'll i'll do a drop i'll do whatever and then you know i might you know get a mic and say who i am but like i'm not gonna like stop the music or anything you know what i'm saying i, just, I mean i don't know who knows <laughs> some part of me hates the face forward culture of, of DJing music. Mm. Oh, you mean like how everyone faces a DJ? Thank I, you. I hate that. Can we cheers to that one? Yes, please. We, we might have to do a couple of cheers, you know, throughout the conversation. Thanks. But, um, dude, yeah, I <laughs> drink a little, little sip. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I hate that because, like, for, like, for instance, when you have a, when you're on a stage and, you know, it's like a show, like a whole, like a festival kind of vibe, people are just staring at the DJ, like, I do not like that. Like, yeah, I've always thought that was so weird. Like, it's yeah, like dude, yeah. how about you face that hot chick behind yeah, you? Yeah, like, or how about you face your I friends? Would, I would much rather people like not face the DJ at all and just socialize and like 
you know, do their own thing. Like, right. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? At what point did the DJ become the performance act too? Like not that the festival, n- probably when the festival started to come really. You think so? Hard, I would say so. Like, like not, not well, that, not that the DJ isn't important at all, mm-hmm. but I think there's a difference between someone spinning and like a performer. Yeah. And in the, in the audience is all, like now in this mindset where they're like, well, no matter what happens, if we're just going to face the DJ <laughs> because it's something, it's like, weird. it's what it you is, do. And it it's like, weird. like, if you're a perform, if you're like a rapper or a singer, I would want people to face you. Like you, you, you would want people to, to look at you, and you know what I'm saying. I would think so because like if of you course, were, yeah, you you're, want, you you're singing, people are like yeah. turn their other way. That's kind of weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> but like a DJ is to like bring people together. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. not to like look at me. You know? Yeah, like at a house party, no one's really facing the DJ. Yeah, which is imagine why. a house party where people just stare at you the whole yeah, time. Like, <laughs> Like, I would want to leave at that moment. Like, it's, like, it's like, hey, you want to go listen to some music and just stare at the guy? Yeah, yeah that's weird. You want to go stare at the guy playing But people music? do like to, like, you know, if you are if you are DJing and, like, the DJ booth is, like, you know, on the same level as, like, the dance floor and people can, like, easily walk to the DJ, like, there, there are a lot of times where people just come and want to just look at what you're doing, like, because it is, it could, it could be fascinating to, like, a lot of people. Like, but that's different. That's cool. Yeah. Like, people that's are cool. Even though, move. even with that, I'd be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, 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 like, the fuck out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool to, you know, to, to look and everything, but sometimes you're just like, okay, let me just work, because, like, just that, just that, like feeling of people looking at you can sometimes. Oh, kind of like kind of you start to have up, like you know that dude who like just started DJing. He's just like hawking you down yeah, or like, something. Oh my god, I've had like many times where that happens. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of annoying. You're like, bro, please get like, out of my bubble. Yo, see this bubble, I like, get the yeah. Like my a bubble is very important in in my opinion. Like you need to have just that space. If if I wanted to do a cartwheel right now, I should not be able to kick anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I sh- I need my space in this booth to just do my thing. And you can look at me on on the other side of the booth or whatever you want to do. But yeah, you know. Do, do, how do how do we fix it? Like like how how do you fix I mean, forward facing culture? Like <laughs> did EDM fuck that up for everyone? All of a sudden, everyone feels like they need to face a DJ. Because even when I'm at dance music shows. I, I make an effort to not face the fucking DJ. I'm like, mm. I don't want to look at you. I want to look at these hot, half-naked girls. EDM might have uh, started that. I think EDM it's such a it It's such a... Because like EDM is such a big show and it's like big room music and everything that... They just want to see it. They just want to look at the at the person doing it. You know what I'm saying? And they yeah. have like the light show, and the yeah. DJ probably produced half the record. And, and the DJ standing up on the on the table, clapping his hands like he's in, he's in a Jesus pose. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah. Like I I don't know, but. I mean, how do we end it? How do we end forward-facing culture? We we have everybody blindfolded and they just dance without seeing. Or we could cover the DJ. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Not, I mean, yeah. You think that would work? Like, you think if you ever had like everything nice and you just like put a giant sheet over where you are, people would still try to look at you? I'm too handsome for that to happen. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I can't let that happen, man. I, I need them to just I, I see my face a little bit. Like, okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're not that committed to the <laughs> yeah, arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a, you got a girlfriend? No, I don't. Oh, that's why you want to see your face. You're trying to get them cheap. (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, honestly, like, it's not that big of a deal as far as like the front facing thing, but you would like people to like socialize and have fun. Yeah. I know. I feel it's like, it's like you always picture that scene from The Matrix. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about? What what scene? I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure it's. Like, oh, when they all just look at the, look at the person like that, like what's that? No, no, no. Oh, wow, the, that that's might the, be the feeling. But I was actually thinking of like the underground rave they have. Okay, in the basement, it's like all sweaty and shit. Yeah, you yeah, hear, like yeah. the drum and bass music. Yeah, like, like you, you want stuff to feel like party. What's what's that? What's that? Uh, that movie called um, Project X. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's we have, I think we've all been chasing that feeling. <laughs> I'm on a pursuit. Yeah. That's, what that's, that's what that movie makes you think of. Tick a down, 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 tick a down. Exactly. Oh my God. Why did I just do that? I'm so stupid. <laughs> Can you pass that Jameson over here? <laughs> no. Th- th- yeah. That, that was something. That's something that I just, I just never understood. So, like, uh, can we talk about that? What's the. Uh, What's the uh, groupie situation for DJ K Meta? The groupie situation? The groupie situation. Um, I mean, it's 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 cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not like searching for groupies. I'm not, you know, I, I, let, I let everything come to me in life, you know? Yeah, yeah. But does it happen? Like, is that is that like a frequent thing? Can you mind passing a gender? Where like girls wait up after you? Oh my God, I loved your, I loved your transition. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to be honest, like people think that, you know, DJs get all the groupies and stuff. Yeah. But we're like literally working the entire time. And uh, by the time like the night is over they're all gone like they they like they they all like found somebody else or they all like went somewhere else you know what i'm saying so it's like i mean i'm there's there's you know good nights of course as a, as in like every uh occupation i guess yeah you're like wow you made it to 2 a.m holy shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it's cool it's cool everything everything's, everything's straight though i mean i was just curious i mean yeah, you yeah. know you're pretty pretty big pretty big deal i'm pretty i'm sure some girls probably thinking like all right, if I just latch on to this guy, I get into all the best clubs for free, me and my girls. You know what? They uh, A lot of girls will do that to get into, uh, into clubs for free or to hear their, their their song at that moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you don't you don't love me for me. You just love me for my music, man. What's, what's going on? But how mad are you at that, though? <laughs> <laughs> how mad are you really mad at I'm, I'm not mad at anything, about to say, I wouldn't I'm mad. chilling. I was like, oh, yeah, this hot girl wants to use me again in the club. Makes me look better. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, mean, I mean, there is definitely a, a look a look to, uh, you know, DJing and stuff that you want. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be the guy that's just, like, like mad lonely and shit. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I mean, like, there is a look to it. But, I mean, I don't really focus on anything like that. I just kind of do uh, my job. And I and if anything happens, it happens. You think DJing's lonely? Yeah, it could it could be lonely for some people. Not yeah, for you, or? I, I I have my my, my lonely times definitely. Me but, too, uh, man. She yeah, yeah. I mean, because real lonely too. Because like, because like you're you know you're you're working weekend nights. Uh, you are usually you know by yourself in the booth, or I mean, you, you might have people in the booth too. But like, uh, you're you're just kind of like putting all this work, and then at the end of the night, it's like okay, now we're like kind of like you know whatever, and then um oh, it's like it's over. Yeah, it's over. Like uh and like you're like definitely working um during like date nights you know what i'm saying like friday night saturday night when people are off work mm. that's when you're at work you know what i'm saying so that kind of sucks sometimes but Is it, do you find that i mean i'm sure that gets in the way of your dating life yeah or even just like friendship life yeah friendship life family just like chilling with family i miss a lot of like family nights and stuff because of djing that's a sacrifice Friend nights. though but that's a sacrifice yeah. to like, per, like it is being, what it is. to what it, being able to do what you do it's like um it comes it comes with the territory of just you know the nightlife and all that stuff just like you know like working at night you know yeah i mean how many people get to like work two or three nights a week and be good yeah i mean is that true what, what do you mean? Like, do you work mostly just Fridays and Saturdays, and the rest of the week you're, you're just good? No, no, no. I mean, I like I like I work during the week also sometimes. Like, I think some some uh, seasons are better than others. Like, like summertime, you, like you can like maybe book like eight times a week or some shit like that. <sighs> like, yeah, you can get a lot of stuff going on because like there's like day parties and all that stuff. Mm. Um, and then like wintertime is usually the slower season. Like January, February, usually the slower seasons. Um, For everyone. Yeah. So. But I mean, there's 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 ways of getting around it. You know what I'm saying? And I've uh, like one of my goals for this year was actually to DJ less, like to, to DJ less, but like you know demand more. I guess like like do better parties and 
you know ask for more money and everything ah um, i see what you're saying but like um just just to just to dj less to like uh make way for just like life like just like more like time for family and like relationships and you know friends and all that stuff so yeah like, that's like, yeah yeah like, like you've grinded it like you've done that grind so now you're established and it's like okay i can like chill a little yeah. bit i'm at a point where i can i can be selective mm. and like you don't want to like dj every night and spread yourself too thin like i want to start looking at myself as like more of an artist you know like if i'm djing every single night it's like why why would you why, why would they come to like my party this night if they're going to see me the next night or like the, you know facts. what i'm saying that's big facts so like you want to just kind of be like to the point where it's like oh shoot like k meta spinning here like i want to uh. come there because i haven't heard him spin in a while or whatever but it's hard though because you know this is my this is my full-time job so you, you do have to pay bills and stuff big facts you know what i'm saying so but i want to just um dj less and dj like more quality parties stuff that's like where I can get in my bag more, you know what I'm saying? Well, like the whole everything nice, everything game. nice. Like if that I want, blew up. That's yeah, a big deal. I want, yeah, I want that to be like my main uh, party throughout the year, like you know what I'm saying. Um, and then just like, just like the cool stuff in DC. Like I like doing just like the really cool stuff in DC. You know? What's like exciting cool in DC? Like doing like feel good parties. Um, mm. There's like there's like a lot of dope collectives right now in DC that there are uh, that I don't think it's really been like that uh, for a while since since I've like been here. Like I mean like. Like growing up and everything, like growing like like you know like uh, what's it called? There was like Rock Creek Social. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they like usually did like the cool stuff in DC. Uncle Scooty. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Um, Had him out here. Uh, and like now it's like there's so many collectives. There's like you know Adobo as you said. Uh, there's Joy Club. What do you mean with collective? Like what exactly is this collective? Like what are they doing? It's it's mostly the DJs themselves throwing the parties, doing like the parties that they want to go to. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Because like we're not really relying on the promoters anymore really you know like yeah because i mean the promoters they're mostly focused on people spending money or just like you know all, all that stuff and it's not really about uh the music and like the overall experience and stuff yeah they're just trying to get girls in the door yeah and and, and, and guys spending money you know what i'm saying um so like yeah like there's like a, a lot of collectives that uh that are really really dope that are pushing um the culture forward i guess and i want to do you know, mostly those type type of parties. I'll still do like the bottle service stuff every once in a while. Like, why not? But um, yeah, the collectives, like some of the ones that come to mind, like Adobo, Gurla, Gurla, yeah, Rock Creek Social, yeah, uh, like Joy Club is cool. Um, I mean, there's there's so many. I'm I'm, I'm gonna forget a lot. It of seems stuff. it seems like these collectives are like taking the control back of the night like the, yeah it, like you said they're no longer worried about worrying about the promoter they're like yo we've got our own brand yeah. why don't we just create our own we're night because thing. we have all the same connects is yeah. that what it is like i yeah, don't know yeah. i mean i mean like all these uh collectives have have done all the parties all the you know clubs and all that stuff and they've realized this is not what they want so it's like we all kind of realize like let's just do our own things you know what i'm saying ah. um and um I mean, I, there's something to promote. If I can just promote it real quick, dude. Please, what's up? What's good? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what to, what, what's so this out? Saturday we have um, a for the culture party at the Kennedy Center, actually Ooh. with everything nice, Joy Club, Gurla, and Adobo. It's kind of like all like the fresh, new like at the Kennedy Center. At the too. Kennedy Center, Whoa. it's it's actually uh the Broccoli City like pre party kind of like it's like the first like 
row of like events that they're having. Is Rockless City this weekend? No, 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 no. It's it's all uh, it's in May, but like this uh-huh. is like their first event that, that they're throwing to like lead up to the festival. Ah, it's sick. And it's basically just it's it's like um, it's like um, it's literally called for the culture. Like it's all of us. We're gonna be playing our own styles and everything. And it's uh, from seven thirty to ten thirty, I think. That's it. Yeah, it's like kind of like a pre pre uh, pre game party. Is it thing. free? It's not free. It's fifteen bucks. Okay. You you can go uh, online. Everything nice DC has a link to it. You can. Okay. Now I gotta go. Shit. Yeah, it's, I, it's gonna be lit. That it's, sounds great. Now 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 I really want to go. I didn't have any plans Saturday. Now I have a reason to ask out this girl. I have a crush on. I'm like, yeah, you wanna there you go, come through? K Meta's guest on the guest list. Hey, I got you, bro. <laughs> I was really reaching on that one. I got you. But because you said that, I'm gonna put this podcast out before uh saturday now cool i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try and turn it on really fast okay that's because cool. that way people can like listen to the drop but since since we're talking about it what, are there any like reoccurring parties that you have like what how often is everything nice is that um yeah so everything nice is usually a monthly day party but uh we've been uh gone on, on a hiatus from the day parties because it's cold right now people don't want to do that fuck. so uh we have this new spinoff called nice night uh at flash which is like one of my favorite venues in the city. That's a, I, yeah. that's a, that's surprising to me. That's a dance venue for yeah. EDM music. Yo, uh, and like I've been trying to get Flash for like over a year, and luckily they like I think this past year of just killing the branding and music scene with everything nice. They've they've they saw that and they were like, we would like something like you to here like here. I think they're trying to like rebrand a little bit, uh, not just be so EDM uns uns type. Not vibe. be so gay club and EDM. Yeah. Sorry, so, I'll say it for you. <laughs> oh. So yeah, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they want to add more like fresh uh, flavor to it, you know. So it's interesting that you have to like, kind of like run for a position. Like, can we come in? Can we? Come yeah. in? What are they thinking? Like, they're 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 thinking that you like finally your brand looks good enough that for you. To I mean, bring no, no, a crowd? Like, what is it? I'm not sure what they were exactly were thinking, but but like when I met with them, they definitely liked uh, our our branding and our overall uh, style. So they thought it would be a good fit, and I mean, I I love Flash just because the sound and the oh lights. Oh my god, the, the, the it's vibe, a DJ's the like dream to like have a venue like that as your own. You know what I'm saying? It's so, dark. The sound's amazing. It's awesome, man. Like, so well controlled. The rooms are set up so nicely yeah. for. Oh, it, I mean, as a DJ, like it's just like perfect. And I wanted to find a good alternate from the day party because because the day party is mad fun, but it's also like you know it's more of like a laid back chill. Like it's it's outside, it's inside and outside and. It's a very like summertime vibe, you know. So this is more of like a high energy dance party. Like we're gonna get all the records off. Like, like it's gonna be fun. Oh, so you get those real big bangers. Yeah, like like like, 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 the, like, like, the, like the real like bass heavy and you know house music and all that stuff. That like real grindy you know shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like the shit that you that you can't play at some of these club yeah, venues. Exactly, exactly. That's that's what I want. And um, and we're kind of picky with uh with like who we uh, select as like guest DJs and stuff. So oh, okay, so you have, I want, like a roster. Okay. Yeah, so like I I want like whoever we uh grab to have you know do like a guest set like i want them to like do them and like just like have fun with it man don't like feel like you have to play these select songs just because it's 1 30 at night or something you know what i'm saying like oh yeah like, like have fun with it take them back take them to the future like you know just like have fun with it uh so our first debut of nice night is february 9th that's on a sunday okay um it's me, DJ Bo, of, of course, and then we have guest DJs Farah, Flossett, and Matthias from Throwing Shade, nice. An- another collector that's really awesome. That's that's killing it right now. Throwing Shade, I'm very familiar with Farah uh, Flossett. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, and like they like rock. They like 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 they like know all types of music. They can definitely 
take it to that level that I that I want. You know what I'm saying? So that's our first uh, event. Hopefully, you know, we'll have uh, like more coming up. Um, I want to book like really dope, dope DJs for, for like Nice Night. Like Nice Night is when I want to like get international. And that's the you know Flash Club one is Nice yeah. Night. That's so, honestly, I'm so surprised that they, they're even doing that. Like a place. Uh, yeah, me too, man. <laughs> like like, like a, a place that is so stereotypically like a gay club and, and a dance club. Not that I have a problem with that, but that's just what it's known for in the yeah. city. Like, and they're trying to do that. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I've been hoping for just different yeah, stuff yeah. there. I think we've all been hoping for that. And like, uh, like Trelectro, you know, did like Vices over there. Um, for for a while, it's like they had, they had like a Thursday party that was like I think every month or so. So like that was kind of like uh, the knock on the door, just to like. Are you gonna be playing on the middle floor, the main floor? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, dude, main I love, floor. Oh, dude, and then the like so once it gets warmer, and you know, hopefully we can pack it out. But we'll start having like the rooftop too. The rooftop is really is really dope, dude. Too. I know a lot of girls that go to that summer rooftop yeah, party during exactly. the day. That is a crazy. Man, party. I was trying to I was trying to get a. Uh, nice night to do uh on like a friday or saturday but that joint is booked till forever like because they always have those 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 parties there so it's like dude flash yeah. is so funny because i know about the day parties because i went to there's like a summer i went to flash like every weekend i don't know mm. why i was just going and I, I used to make these stickers like i used to do like dirty instax stickers where mm. it was like just dirty shit like me grabbing someone's butt cheek and i <laughs> take that instax and i'd scan it and i turn it into a sticker and I remember I stuck up a bunch of them around Flash, just mm-hmm. like all over the place. Like I was just drunk, <laughs> like just like. So it's still there, you think? Or oh no, it's still there. Like when you're walking up, when you're walking down the stairs, you can see it. It's like me grabbing an ass. I'm oh pretty yeah, sure. I kind of check it out. So so this girl took took a photo of it and sent it to me. She's like, oh my god, it's your sticker because it says at the Bruce Allen on it. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, what are you doing there? It's fucking four o'clock at right. Flash. Like what? Are you? She's like, oh, it's a sick day party. Nah, nah, nah. Long story short, the girl that was in those dirty Instax stickers found out that she was the girl in those dirty mm. insects that I was putting around because her friend like she like recognized her thigh. Like I was like like I was like first of all, I was like I was like I never thought you'd go to Flash, let alone recognize that photo, let alone right, e- right. even notice it. Right. That's my crazy flash story. That's crazy. Yeah, so she was really pissed. Is is she like talking to you now or Yeah, we're cool now. We're cool now. Yeah, we're cool now. You know she was like <laughs> Yeah man. She's a crazy flash story. F- flash, I'm 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 like excited to have uh, crazy flash stories because I feel like this could be something that could like pop off for real. I think so too. I mean, that's something I definitely want to go to. Yeah, yeah. And like, I I think DC needs a more like alternative party uh, vibes. That's not like I mean that has more people of color. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like they all like I feel like it's a lot of uh, the same stuff. Even though when, even when it's not the same, it's still the same. You what know what I'm saying? Mean, what do you mean the same stuff? Like. There'll be parties that people throw that like we, you know, what I'm saying we're not we're not the regular party. We 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 we're, we're like you know different. Da, da, da. And then it's like you you get there and it's kind of like the same shit, um, like the same the same crowd, same the music same crowd, section. same music, the mm-hmm. same vibe, staying around, look at each other. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. And like um, for me, it's like like I went to like New York recently. And I was DJing at like Everyday People and stuff like that, and that's like my favorite party in the world for real. Like they're like, what is that? I never heard of it. Um, Everyday People is a, a party that started in New York. Um, how long have they been around? Like, uh, like more than ten years, I think. Um, and it's like, it's like literal magic. Like it's black magic. Like it's like, <laughs> like, like you just go there and it's always packed and it's always beautiful, beautiful women, beautiful people in general. And it's like, uh, like the music is like so 
it just there's no boundaries you know what i'm saying there's no there's no boundaries to it but yeah it sounds a little bit better um and like you can move the mic to where you want it you don't gotta like move to the mic you can like twist it you just gotta be a little rough with it okay make it your little beat we're good we're good yeah just like um yeah yeah so like Ooh, damn wow damn right. <laughs> yeah so it's, it's just like basically a party that started in new york and it's like great music and everything mm-hmm. and then they they travel too like they they travel like everywhere like they go to la a lot they go to yeah. miami they go overseas they were just uh in africa uh this whole like winter time they went to uh, south africa kenya um so it's like a legendary party. like why is it yeah. so good though it's, it's just like the vibe they curate yeah, like the vibe they curate, the music, the people. I think it's mostly about the people. Just like it's, it's called everyday people because they highlight the people that come. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, and like you, you just see so many different types of styles and just like good, different people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's sick. And like, um, so like recently, recently they had it in Ethiopia, and I was in Ethiopia, and I and I did the first one there. Whoa! And it was huge. It was like probably my highlight, like one of my highlights of my career, definitely, because like. For the first time, I felt like I had like my country on my side. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're playing your. In I your was country. I was in Ethiopia doing my favorite party. That's Damn. not my. That's not my party. Um, and it was like a, probably like a thousand people there. Wow, like, it was crazy. Wow, like, that's a lot yeah, it was like they packed that venue out. And then, um, like from the moment I pressed play to like the moment I stopped, I I like closed it out too. I was like, I was like the last DJ, and then, um. It was DJ MoMA, who's who's also the creator of um, Everyday People. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so like I like from literally the moment I press play to like when I stopped, like they were on every single song. Like it was Damn. like everything I did, like they were they were going cam. Like when I did like the hype trap stuff or whatever, they're going ham. When I played Ethiopian music, they're going to ham. When I played Afrobeat and like that's all sick. that stuff. So. Um, yeah, like that was like a highlight of my career, definitely. Yeah, I can imagine you're literally across the world playing your favorite yeah, party yeah, yeah. in your hometown. It's like what it was I, so surreal. That's amazing. Like I was literally like I felt like I had an out of body experience at some <laughs> point. Like I was just looking at myself and looking at the crowd, like oh okay, like like, like you're like above in third <laughs> yeah, person, like yeah, looking yeah. at yourself doing this. Like this I is was, why you're yeah. doing it. No, that it, that was awesome. Um, that's and, so sick. And that was the first one they had there, so they're gonna you know repeat it. I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do it next year also and. Whenever they have it, I'm I'm there, man. Like I, that's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So I was so so basically what I was saying before was I went to New York and I did that party and, and I saw the response from the crowd. When but, you but you did that in New York at some point. Yeah. Okay. I've done it in D.C. because they brought it to D.C. one time, uh, and then uh, I did it in New York. Okay. A couple of times, um, and just like seeing the crowd really dance and like respond to like really really cool music mm-hmm. was just awesome and i'm like dc does not have that right now like where can i get this vibe you know what i'm saying so like it's alternative or it's just eclectic or it's, it's, it's eclectic it's free, I, think, or? I think eclectic is probably a okay. free uh pro pro black pro african like it's just mm. very like it's just dope man it's just dope. It's, it's welcoming you know what i'm saying um and i just kind of want to bring that vibe to like dc whenever i spend i mean it's hard sometimes to to take it there into that level but 
like now it's like I'm just like traveling and just seeing different crowds. It's like I need to have that vibe here. Like yeah, I need that. It's gonna be pretty eye opening, like traveling and seeing how different audiences and yeah. places react different, to certain different genres. areas. Uh, react, yeah, exactly. Different different, different uh, cities and stuff react to different genres differently. Like I spun in like the Bay Area and like. You can play all the hot songs, but once you play Bay Area music, they go crazy. Like oh. that's what that's the stuff that, that they want to hear, you know? Like LA, like yeah. LA, they, they want to hear LA music, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um I played in like Atlanta, like, you know, I mean I mean I mean definitely like wherever you go, if you play their music, they're gonna go crazier. Of course. But it's just like it's just dope to just see what works and what doesn't. Um where was I? I was somewhere. I was uh blah 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 blah. I was in Miami, I think, and I played like soca music, and they were going crazy. Oh um, shit! And that's just like stuff like that. It's just like it just feels good, you know. Like I want to like be able to go anywhere and be able to like touch the people like where they like where they want to hear that that certain sound. You know what I'm saying? Or even something that they didn't know they wanted to hear. Yeah. Like if someone, if you're in a place and they love reggaeton, they probably will like soca, or they probably like Afro house, or they probably like that. That what is it? Is like some Nigerian music? It's like boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't, I don't know what genres, but I just know the beat. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Afrobeat is definitely uh, popping right now. And then there's, like, there's, like, this new genre that I've been trying to, like, play a lot of, uh, out here that um, it's called um, Amapiano, Whoa. which is a uh, South African. It's, like, a, it's not as fast as, like, house music. Like, how, like, 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 so house music is probably, like, what, like, 125, 128, 128, whatever. Yeah, BPM? it's, like, 120, 128, yeah. Yeah, so something like that. It's, like, more, like, 114. Like, it's a little bit uh, down-tempo. It's almost, a like, bit. movement tone. Uh, it's, like a, it's, like, a faster movement tone pace. Oh. But it's not Mumatone. But it's is it like, that beat I was just doing? That. I mean, so I think that's more like Mumatone, right? No, no, but no, it's like it's like it's always like the kick drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't know, but I I feel like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, it's it's like a it's just a groove. It's like a jazzy housey groove. And like, it's kind of crazy, man. It's like 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 if you go to a party and you hear it right and you see the people like respond to it, it's like, oh my god, this is amazing. I think it's <coughs> was, was that makes sense? Like it's like how the women respond to it. Yes. Like the women like that shit. I mean, when I when I DJ, you know, ninety percent of the time I'm DJing for the women. Like I, I want to see them like respond first. You know oh. what I'm saying? Because if you play for the women first, the men will you know get excited. Though they might spend more money. Who knows? Whatever. And it's just gonna be. It's just a better party when when the women are dancing. Dude, can you break this down? Like how you approach DJing to women? I'm so I'm so curious. Like is, like is this like a thought? Like you're like okay, women love this. Yeah. Track. No, okay. So, all right. So I'll, I'll give you a breakdown of when I'm gonna like get on the set and like yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So like all right. So I'm de- so like so like let's say that the party's going on is almost twelve o'clock and I have to go on. Um, so I'll listen to what the other DJ is playing, and depending on the vibe. I might stick with what they're doing or I might just switch it up and just do a different route. So like let's say like a lot of times like it's kind of funny. A lot of times right before you go on, the other DJ goes ham. Like they just play all the hits or like they just kind of like Ugh. you know what I'm saying? Cuz they just want to get it off before they leave or they want to maybe show the the next DJ, yo, I, I got this or whatever. Which is bad opener etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could do a whole story about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um so I'll like check it around and then like a lot of times, uh, the opening DJ will be like kind of aggressive towards like the end of the set. So I might just go straight for the woman. Like I might start off with Beyonce or like start off with like reggae or something where it's like they just start whining. You know, they they just start like filling the uh, beat a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just do that. 
maybe hit him with, with nostalgia. Like I feel like women love like just like nostalgia too. You know what I'm saying? Um, they do. They're more connected to yeah, emotions I, I, and stuff like you know that. What I'm saying? So, uh, so like I'll, I'll I'll get into that and then like I'll you know slowly but surely get like energy up more more up up, up and then I'll just play it for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Or it's like sometimes I'll just get on. I'll just go ham. Like I'll just <laughs> like that was the vibe or something. Yeah. Like I'll just like you know what? Let me, it's, it's too slow right now. Let me just like go ham. And then, like, like, like you sense it from the crowd and from the music. Like, yeah, it, it kind of <laughs> seems like you're kind of doing this balancing act. Yeah, like sometimes I'll I'll walk into the party while you know there's an opening DJ and I'm looking around and it's like, okay, we need to tur- we need to turn this shit up a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not like, if I were to say my, uh, if I were to say like what like vibe I like the most, it's probably not even like the whole turn up vibe. Like I like it when it's like like a real groove like a dancehall afrobeat groove where it's like people are just dancing and uh. it's like like the best feeling in the world is when you look up and like like women are literally closing their eyes and dancing like that's like the like like because like they like feel it so much you know what i'm saying that's the so, best description i can think of it's like that slow burn where it's just like a constant state of moving yeah. not just like moving when it drops yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's like <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah so so like I forgot where I was. You're, I was just I, I, talking about how you channel the women in the set. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I would probably uh, definitely start off playing for women, going to uh, playing for everybody, and then like end of the night, I'm always playing for women. Like I, I have to slow it down or like just play like the sing along stuff or um, just the, like the sexy stuff, whatever, whatever. And yeah, I mean that's. That's basically that's is, basically is there a certain song where you're like, all right, Panty's getting wet? Like, is there a song right now where you're like, this is the the someone's getting some tonight mm. song? I'm just curious. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, there's classic songs like, for instance, this is the random. I don't know why this song is popped in my head, yeah. but uh, like this song by Rihanna, "Watch and Learn." Whenever I play that, girls love that shit. Like, Ooh. it's just like the one. You know what I'm saying? There's there's like there's so many other songs, but like. I don't know why that was the first one I thought, but uh, um, yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I mean, there's like certain songs that like certain like tempos too, like certain BPMs that are kind of like you know what I'm saying they they like feel it more, mm-hmm. um, and like I yeah like I hate it when when guys just kind of play straight trap shit. For the, yeah, because it's like if you're playing trap, shit, you're playing for dudes. Like if you're, I mean, but like girls do like trap trap music. It's just do. like it's just it's just you can't like kill their ears with it you know <laughs> it seems like a balancing act like you don't want to play yeah. you don't want to like play like a bunch of nle choppa all set like you want to <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? like oh god like yeah. you know what I'm saying? like it's tight but yeah, yeah girls no, no. Don't it's energy it's energy like everything is energy like you can have high energy you can have low energy and it's like just it's just how you do it just how you uh finesse it i guess it seems like you've been keen on it like you've always kind of had like the, the yeah knack for it. that might be where my psych major came in because like reading the crowd is like it's, it's all by like you know what i'm saying like uh what's it called um, like body control and all that stuff. I mean, not, not body control, body language. Um, just, just like, just like, like, I feel like that whole thing is very important with DJing. There's like a lot of sixth sense kind of vibe when you DJ. Like you have to just kind of know, like, mm. like okay, there's literally a feeling you get when you play a song and it doesn't work. Ooh, like, like you can feel the, the energy. energy just drops down. Like a lot of people don't feel that energy. I'm just like, like you don't see what's going on right now. Like, like switch out of it, switch out of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, no, you're so right. There is this like energy exchange yeah. that's constantly and it happens. happening. It happens. Like I've asked, I've had sets where every song was hitting, and then it's like one song is like kind of drops, and it's like I just gotta get out of it. You know, so I, I gotta figure out a way to like get out of it cleanly because you can't just like 
just get out of it real quick. I mean, like you could, but you have to figure out a way. Yeah, you like, can just the, cut, the, the, right? the right song, the right song. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because like you can just cut out of it, but it has to be the right moment, the right song. Maybe like after the in the song, the somebody says something. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> you, you like go right into uh, another song that says the same thing, like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm giving a very random. No, example. no, no, no. But these, but these, but these are DJ techniques that you build yeah. up over time because you listen to Experience. so many songs that that you 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 have these like, which is which I can slightly relate to because I had the experience. But yeah. like you build these connections of songs and like yeah. it's like weird neural network where wow. where where you like this song triggers that song and you kind of know these like combinations of songs that really work well. Yeah, yeah. It's. DJing is like a puzzle, definitely. Yeah. Like, um, people don't get that. Like, people don't understand how much of like a, a, of an art it really is. But like one one tip I always have that like a lot of other DJs do too is you have to kind of think like two three songs ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just play a song blindly without realizing what you're gonna put next to it. Um, I always kind of think like, all right, I'm gonna play this song, and then after that, I'll play this one because it's gonna just sound good. Or like you might play the song and they fuck with it so hard. That you might play it longer than you were expecting, or oh, I see what you're saying. Or you might want to keep that same artist on. Like, let's say I play uh, Lauren Hill, that thing, that thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the girls are loving it; they're yeah. singing along, everything's going great. I didn't expect it to go, to go this hard, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, let me keep keep the Lauren Hill vibe and play like killing uh, killing me softly, you know what, what I'm saying? Sing like it's like you know what I'm saying, like. But, um, but that's because you felt like you you yeah, felt you that from the crowd, the crowd, and they're like, "Oh damn! Like everyone's fucking with this. Let me just another one and yeah, yeah. kind of ride that." Yeah, yeah. It's, it's man. It's it's just a feeling, man. It's a, there's like the technical aspect of DJing, and then there's just like that feeling you you you, you uh, shouldn't actually have, I guess. Yeah, but the, I mean, unless you're a track, then the technical aspect seems like it's so much less than the actual kind of well, vibe aspect or I, maybe am i wrong until you hear a dj that doesn't know how to mix at all like <laughs> that's such a blur because like i've heard the I've, I've heard djs that have great song selections like you played this song hell yeah but it was just brought in so horribly <laughs> uh, that literally like people start dancing and then you play the next song and they have to like stop and just like catch the beat and then start dancing again you know what i'm oh, saying like they have to like reset their yeah like, they don't know like musical the structure thing. and stuff and like, like you've been you've been to a party maybe you're, you're dancing with a girl and it's like a great dance like you, you're just vibing it's like yeah yeah yeah. and then it's like the dj switched the song and then you have to like and then like she like leaves or like oh my you know what god yeah it's like because yeah. like it's oh like, my fuck, god messed up the whole vibe bro that is i bet everyone listening to this right now can relate to that where you're, you're grinding with some girl you, yeah. you, you've got like a half chub you're trying so hard to keep that thing down <laughs> <laughs> you're having a good ass time you're like yeah 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 all of a sudden he switches, switches the record up. out of nowhere and the and girl's just, just like bad vibe. she's like i gotta pee like, yeah. or she's like i'm gonna i gotta get a drink or something. Yeah. And you're just like god no. damn it and you look at the dj and you're like fuck you like, i will literally look in the crowd especially when i'm doing like my dance hall set or whatever where like it's promoting grinding i'll I will literally look in the crowd and see if any uh, any dudes are getting there right now and i'm like if I see it, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hold this on a little bit longer just so you can get it off. <laughs> My man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will literally look in the crowd just because, like, you know, DJing is alley ooping for real. Like, you want to alley oop as many you know great moments as you can. You know, has someone ever been like, okay, Meta, I got laid because of you last night? I've had that happen. Before. No way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, man. Someone's like, yo, your song selection, like, just could put her yeah, in the yeah, mood, yeah. and I've, I've I've seen it happen. Like, we're like, they were dancing, and then like literally the girl would just. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's it called? Like, grab the guy's hand and like go away. Like, just like leave out, out the club. Like, damn. I'm like, yes. Like, like slam dunk. Have yeah. like a school board behind you. Yeah. 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 Got a little hair right there. Yeah, man. 
Dude, that's so sick. It's awesome, man. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all, I've always been so fascinated. I've always felt like DJs never got enough respect. And, and the culture has just been so interesting. Because I've always paid attention to it. It's like I've just been watching it since like 09, 010. I've just been paying attention to the culture. But mostly from the EDM side. Right. And yeah, yeah. and I, I even like when we were talking about the phase four, I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's been shifting so much. Where even now, DJs, it's like you have to produce has that ever crossed your mind like a thought of producing yeah as a yeah DJ? i've i'm just like super i'll be like procrastinating when it comes to that like i think it's like it's a whole nother world though yeah it's just for me it's just literally learning the technical aspect of how to make a make music that is just like so tedious and time consuming that i'm just like oh but i mean i would love to like make remixes to like songs or make my own beats like do all that. like i think if you want to really excel in this music scene when you're a dj producing is like 100 like, percent. yeah it seems like the hack like you could be a shitty dj but if you produce good songs it doesn't matter a lot of producers are shitty djs <laughs> yeah they are you know what i'm saying so like imagine if a really good dj produces like you're a dj premiere like you know what I'm saying? Like, i can't tell you how many times i've been at a show and dj produced like one or two good songs and they're headlining and i'm and understanding i'm like you can't fucking mix to save your yeah. life i'm like your track selection is trash like yeah. everything's bad about it but yeah you're right it's like the hack that you have, like, the thing that you have is, like, you know what gets people going. Yeah, like, you know the rhythms. You know the certain sounds. I that think that's where, you know, a lot of DJs, like, they should get into producing, man. Because, like, we, like, 100% know what, what works and what doesn't work and what sounds are, like, the ones that just, like, be rocking in the club. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like fucking, like, uh... Like sort of like bass lines or like... Here's a thought. Here's a thought. And hear me out on this. Okay. It's going to seem crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do it. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Instead of you producing, because it's... Um, look, that's a whole other thing. It's like musical, technical. It's a whole other world. I get it. And that'll take so much more time. I don't know if... Not everyone has that amount of time. It's a lot of fucking time you guys spend doing that stuff, right? You're right. What if you just worked with a, like no, a, no, a producer... Ghost producer, like, yo, I want to beat like this with these sounds. And you worked on the tracks together. You yeah. didn't produce, but you like kind of directed it you yeah, know what yeah. i'm saying like, like i don't think there's anything wrong with that no i mean that's no it's, and plus it's you straight i've actually uh so like my friend uh so like me and my friend dj bo we actually have like started to like work on stuff because he like he produces like he's really good at that too um so like i like like I had like ideas of like sampling like old Ethiopian jazz records, dude, and making them into like you know trap or like Afrobeat or whatever, whatever, whatever. And like we've literally been in the crib just like experimenting on my shit before. It's just like it's just about like being locked in and doing it over and over and over. That's all it is. Like you know, I mean, honestly, like I really am trying to get into it. I just need to just do it. You yeah, because you mentioned you're trying to be seen as more of an artist. Yeah, and like. You know, being an artist is having your your own art. You know, so I think uh, that would just that would help me out a lot, definitely. Because in a way, it changes the dynamic, right? Like, like if all of a sudden you're a DJ K Meta who has original productions mm-hmm. that people know are hype. You know, it's like all of a sudden you kind of get that weird artist pass. Yeah, where it's like, oh, now they're looking at me for reason. Right. Like, now they're expecting me to drop this song. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah, that that must be an amazing feeling if you have a song that you produce that is like a hit. Oh my god! And like everybody's waiting for that moment when you drop it, and like you're just like toying with them the whole time, and then it's like, bam, that's my song. Everybody goes like, I need that. I need that feeling. But what's also sick is that since you since you're always DJing, you could sneak these songs that you're working on into your set and just see how they vibe. Mm-hmm. Like that is a thing that producers don't yeah. have is that they right. they're not on they don't have 
boot, yeah. boots on the ground, like where you could like sneak it in for a segment just to see. Like, yeah, yeah. Is, does it sound good enough as these other songs? Yeah. Like, is the bass hit in? It's like a levels right. A uh, uh, levels yeah. right. Like, like I've, I've seen many DJs do that too. Like they they have uh, records that they've produced or they've like remixes that that, that, that that they've done and then they've sneaked it in and try to see how it sounds. I've I have like even my myself. I have a you know I might have like blends that i've made at home just like fucking around mm. and i've tried it out in the, in the park just to see how it sounds you know what i'm saying so like i i have ventured in that a little bit yeah it's just i needed to just get it official you know yeah no i've, I've i just think it's I've, yeah, yeah. i'm just so fascinated by it. it's all you know Facts. it's like it's it's so cool just to like sit with you someone's been doing it for so long and talk about it you know yeah, it's yeah. like it's awesome man. it's like fuck you're the dj career i wish i had you know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm still working on it man i i have i have a i think in this new decade uh I want to just kind of boss up more and like, uh, just like have my own thing. Like you know, everything nice and everything. Mm-hmm. I want I want that to grow. I want that to be more than just a party. Like I want to do like charity events and like, cause like the name, even the name, everything nice can just mean so much. You know what I'm saying? A very brandable name. Yeah, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of things you can do with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I want to, I want to just work on that a lot more and then just work on my personal brand. I want to. Um, I want to just kind of uh, just just like take it to the next level, man. You know. Can you start a collective? Uh, I mean, everything nice is my collective. It's me, oh, okay, well there you go. Yeah, yeah. So. Or the official collective. Yeah. You know, like the Adobo guys. See, I'm I'm I was geeking so hard, dude. The Adobo guys. They posted a photo uh, from one of their parties where it, <laughs> I, I I reposted it at my story and I <laughs> and I put modern art under it. It's, it's literally a girl like bent over twerking on a grandma oh, and the God. grandma is is, is seasoning Pouring her ass with adobo yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and then the faces of people around them are like <gasps> and, and i'm and i was just wow. like modern art and i love to do shit like that whenever i, love I see adobo, man. no no that they have probably the most wild fun party right now like i did i did a um, adobo adobo event i think in december that was my first one and like they pack it out people would be dancing like man well, they're, they're, they're really representing for the Hispanics, which yeah. is something that goes underrepresented in this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, yo, I had a, I had a whole like conversation with Pedro about it. Like, who's Pedro? He's like the main DJ for Adobo. Okay. He's, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, like, 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 literally, that's like a million dollar idea. I think, like, like y'all can go global. Y'all can do so many different the things. Name, with it. The brand name is great. Until Adobo. Goya decides to sue your ass, but the brand name is great. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like at some point they might have to uh, get their own seasoning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, at some point they just gotta be like, Yo, Adobo. Let's, let's link. <laughs> that would be the. That's, that's what the, should happen. That's, for real, for that's real. the best case scenario yeah, I think, yeah, for yeah, everyone. One hundred percent. But yeah, like they they have they have a great they have a great uh, like thing going on definitely. Yeah, but like I said, it's a whole collective thing, which I think is very interesting. Like, I, I think that's worth thinking about because it's like it's a whole new wave of yeah. approaching how people enjoy the night out because as making these weird parallels it's like the parallel between that and the parallel between that i see with the visual art scene mm-hmm. is that everyone's trying to create their own party now which i think is so cool yeah you know like like in the visual arts we're taking back we're taking it back from the galleries the same way you're taking it back from the promoter you know like the gallerists were like oh fuck your gallery i'm gonna pop up in this warehouse i'm yeah. gonna get my own dj i'm gonna have my own bar i'm yeah, gonna sell yeah. my own shit and I don't, and, and I don't need you. And you're like, yo, like, screw the promoter. I'm gonna get out of your stupid club that where I gotta play Fifty Cent songs. Yeah, and and, and, yeah, and, and like, like a lot of the consumers, they want to do stuff. They want to do like the hip thing, like that. They want to go to see like the guy doing it like themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I, and like a lot of people don't want to really go to the club and spend all this money anymore. Fuck you know what I'm saying? Nah, so, dude. I dude, mean, I, yeah. I don't. I don't go to the club and spend money. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't go to the club unless I know the bartenders or, or, or I know the people. Well, you probably <laughs> know everyone. You, you I mean, just no, walk in. You're like I mean, there's some clubs where like I still got to pay for shit, of course. That's wild. And then, no, I mean, it's whatever. But I don't really, I don't really freaking them, them that, that much, honestly. True. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine you're kind of like, fuck the club when you get home. Oh, hell no, man. If I have an off night, I am not going to the club. I'm, I might go to like a couple, like a, like a bar that I fuck with, you know? But... I'm I'm probably trying to chill. Like I'm probably not trying to go anywhere. You know. Well, it's like a, me. it's like a parallel, right? Like you're the life of the party, but then on a Monday you're you're back home, just like yeah, what's yeah. up? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's an interesting balance. It's so a night and day. Yeah, I mean literally, like yeah, like, yeah, literally. definitely. Like, I mean, but I like it though because I feel like I can um, take it easy, you know, through the week if you know if if possible, and then. I, on the weekends, I always always know that it's gonna be a fun time. It's like my job is like this is my like I can't even believe it that I make people dance for a living. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, right? That's wild. Man, Your job is to play music. Like, yeah, that's isn't that crazy in some degree? Like I, every day I think about, it, I'm like, yo, wow, this is crazy right now. We live in a town where the world's decisions are made, mm-hmm. and people go to work every day with so much fucking stress, staring at the clock, and yeah. here we are. We're like creatives in this weird structure. Yeah, people are city. always going to want to party, like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, even uh, on Sunday when Kobe died, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. I had, to even, I had, like, I had to even DJ that that night. And you I'm did? like, oh, wow. I was literally looking around like, are y'all serious right now? Like, why are y'all here right now? This is a sad moment. <laughs> like, Isn't I don't even want to be here right now. <laughs> Dude, it's so crazy that it's that big of an event where it's like, why are you even outside? Yeah. Like, like, how are y'all turning? How are you asking for Meg the Stallion right now? Like at a time like this, like, <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to do this right now, bro. I've never seen a crazier death in my life, as far as like how much publicity and how much I love someone I, has. I think it's shown. number one. I mean, I mean, I'm you know, I'm 30 years old, so I'm sure there was stuff in the past that was you know more crazier, but like. Right now, like, that was the craziest thing ever, man. Dude, in my lifetime, I'm almost 30 as well. I'm 29. Yeah. My lifetime, I have never seen one person's death. I'm not going to, I hate to make comparisons, but more people showed him love the Nipsey hustle. Yeah, because, I mean, because Nipsey was so tough, too, but, like, Kobe affected people longer, and he was just more worldwide. He was sports. Sports is, yeah, sports is different. Yeah, sports is way different. Um, And, like, man, it's Kobe, man. Like, 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 like oh man the TikToks, right. <laughs> the TikToks i saw that like Kobe, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. and like like throwing in the trash and it's like i never thought about how ingrained in the culture he was like yeah man like you can't take a shot until you into the trash can without the whole saying mama his mentality name. like and like and it just it just it just kills you man because it's like he like recently retired and like his his life after basketball was looking to be amazing like he won an oscar like how, like, like yeah like like he's he was he was getting into like such a space that was just amazing and it's just like he said well he uh, was always such a good guy like you could like I, he yeah. never did anything wrong publicly he's always just I mean, such a stand-up dude what, what, what was that like the rape the rape thing oh eh, fuck that girl whatever <laughs> man ah, fuck that i don't i didn't even yeah. think about that man, but, I mean, but, but like yeah. no one's perfect right but besides that it's like dude this guy was the beacon of yeah like, no and like, like everything he was like a role model for getting shit done like for for just for just having a mentality of like, even though I don't want to work, I'm gonna work and I'm gonna be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that you can take from his mentality and just use it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Dude, I think it's wild that his success is what killed him, because he died in a helicopter. That's rich, successful mm-hmm. people shit. Yeah. Like, like in in a weird way, like 
him being so fucking famous and big and him being who he was where f- taking a private helicopter like, is a normal thing like that's yeah. what got him you know what i'm saying like whoa like that's yeah. not that's not normal people shit like that's that's right. that's one percent shit i'm just mad they they rode during all that fog and stuff like so okay so i don't know much but what yeah. i heard was that it was a very experienced pilot yeah and, i'm sure it was and, and apparently he got permission to fly when no like you weren't supposed to be flying but he got permission to fly because he was so experienced mm-hmm. like that was apparently the justification but then i also saw somewhere today that there was no uh mountain or like terrain detection system like he was that good where he was probably flying this like bare bones plane yeah and because of that he's human he fucked up right and unfortunately when you fuck up in a helicopter it means death like there is no like crash landing it's just it's just crash explosion which is crazy about helicopters and shit yo i'll tell you one thing i'm never going on a fucking helicopter man (laughs) yeah helicopter stocks are done (laughs) no one is going on helicopters anymore done it is done with for that shit but i'm not gonna lie in new york it's easier to get. You, you can no. you, you can do Uber helicopter in New York. I, I heard something about that. It's easier to get around New no, York on a helicopter. I mean, I understand why you would go on a helicopter in like L.A. and stuff. Like traffic is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it probably it makes takes sense. a lot of. It's probably way quicker than doing anything else. I'm good though. Yeah, right. I'll walk. <laughs> Fuck right. that shit, man. Yeah. Dude, so like, when you look at the, de- are we good on time? By the way, are we good on time? Do you have like a certain time you gotta get? I'm, I'm chilling. Okay, so when you look at like the DJ landscape in DC. Mm-hmm. Do you put yourself at the top, like whether you like it or not? Like, are you? Like, my friends who, do. My friend, if you if you talk to my friends, they they will gas me up all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna put myself at the top. I mean, I'm 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 humble anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I am one of the most uh, uh, what's the word? Like like diverse DJs. Like I can do a lot of different type of things. Um, but I mean, there's like other DJs that I think uh, are more experienced. And like, for instance, like I'm gonna always say Jerome Baker is probably the best because really he's 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 been doing it for the longest, for like so consistent, doing all the top parties and stuff. And when you hear him, like I've never heard a bad set. Like he's just wow. always gonna be super solid. You know what I'm saying? Um, is that that is that kind of like the guy you look up to? Yeah, I mean, well, like so, I mean, like definitely, uh, like. When I first started DJing, he was definitely one of the DJs that I looked up to. Uh, I think my one of my biggest uh, mentors was DJ Alize. He uh, he's huge too. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's the man. Yeah, yeah, like like he's he's the man. Like uh, like I've looked up to him um, in general. You know, like Jazzy Jeff is my favorite DJ. Um, I just like DJs that uh, have been consistent for a long period of time. Like I, I look at that as like motivation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. To like. Be consistent for a long period of time. Even if you think yourself that you might have fell off, you still are getting booked. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had I've had moments where like, damn, I'm I'm not DJing tonight. I'm I, I'm falling off. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's not really falling off. It's just sometimes it's there's like a, a roller coaster with shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to say relevant or something? Like relevant, is that what it is? That's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I respect DJs that have been relevant for a, for a while. Um, I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't want to like list a bunch of DJ names because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna forget a lot of people. No, no, no. But I see what you're saying. But, You've uh, already said like it's, it's like it, the consistency and the dedication is like, is, yeah. is, is always the most respectful. Professionalism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Showing up on time. Showing up. Showing up with like all the right uh, equipment that you need. Like I've had DJs show up without like usbs or like without oh, cords and like I, they gotta borrow my shit. And now I'm like all oh. unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, like shit like that. Like like being professional about it. Um, have you met these dudes like Alize? Yeah, yeah. And- I mean, I mean, like, I'm like, um, Alize is like a, a big bro. Like, he's 
He's the guy who who told me to what what, what equipment to get when I like, first got my my stuff. Whoa. Um, and like Jerome is like is like my baby bro too. Like that's that's my man's. That's cool that you're kind of you get that you're they're your friends and you play alongside of them. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, so, so from a distance. At, at this point, like I pretty much have met most of the djs that are like doing it in in dc like you know it's like the real career djs i'm sure yeah. you see so many flash in the pans yeah i mean there's you know djs that just show up out of nowhere and stuff and and, and even that though i mean i'm all, always respect you if you you know respect the craft you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. respect yourself and everything so um yeah like yeah i mean and, and like low-key dc has like great djs man you think so i've been around to a lot of different space, places and I don't know what it is, but DC like breeds really good DJs. Like I think it's because even like location wise, we're not like the south. We're not like total north. Yeah, we're kind of in the middle. We're kind of in the middle, so like you kind of have to like know a lot of different type of lanes to play. And then like there's like a heavy like international crowd too. And yeah. then um, well, DJ, we this area we pull from so many angles. Yeah, like like D, like like hey <laughs> like D, like. DC is a very much black city, so you, yeah. have to, you have to cater to that. But then it's like there's a lot of Hispanics. Yeah, yeah. So then you start playing those those Hispanic yeah, yeah, beats, yeah. but everyone knows those, that music. Right, so right. It's like, and then it's north and south. Yeah, there's so many. Different yeah, like there's like so many different lanes, and then like I, I like I've heard DC DJs go to like you know LA and New Whoa. York and just body it. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, yeah, I, I think DC definitely top three. If I want to, you know be like safe with it i would say top three in, in america definitely like these like like as, as far as djs like in like yeah like 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 cities really yeah wow. I, would, I would say so i mean I, I, haven't been, I haven't been everywhere but i've been to most places like new york la miami whatever whatever and yeah that's so interesting you would not expect that from the nation's capital that, that we that, you know it's like yeah. it's like the the best city for or yeah. one of the best for for music and djs because i would say new york has good djs too philly has good djs um, I have to. I have to. I, but, I, but that's a given. Yeah, but like, I really want to go to Chicago. I've, I've heard Chicago is pretty, pretty dope too. But um, yeah, but like DC got it, man. DC got it, bro. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I so just how much insight you have on the DC scene is so wild. Like, I feel like you've seen so many venues come and go. Yeah. Like so many places. Also, come and uh, go, like, an another little promo thing. Yeah. Uh, so Big Chief, you know the it's not that far from here too. Um, they're closing uh, this Friday. Yeah, which is like kind of sad, man. Because like Big Chief was a place where like we used to like we we have we have been there like so many times for the past three years. Like we've I I've personally thrown events there. A lot of people I know have, have thrown events. Yeah, they're always welcoming. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just a lot of great times. I've been to Big Chief for real, for real. So they're uh I guess they're reshaping their whole thing. So. I don't know what's going on with that, but um, probably just updating like that area is uh, getting so different. Yeah, it's yeah. changing. Every city is so wild now. I don't know. I, I know there's probably some kind of bullshit politics with it, but all I know is the last party is this Friday, and Whoa. I'm DJing it. I'm DJing alongside uh, Malcolm Xavier, and we have some special guest guest DJs also. But That's um, sick. yeah, like if y'all listen, man, pull up to that shit if you can. Hell yeah. Well, okay, man, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like that was a good ending. I feel like we should end on that note. That's fine with me, man. Yeah, I gotta take a fat piss. Dude. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I gotta be so bad. Like, I can't barely hold it. And no, it's funny because like I was like, you know, this is like my first like my first podcast, so I was a little bit nervous. But I feel like I talked for another half hour, hour, whatever, whatever. But 
I mean, we could. No, 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 we could. We're good. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but say, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love talking. Like, it's yeah, like it's so it's it's so weird because like we've probably done like an hour forty five, hour yeah, thirty. Yeah, we have been here for a little bit, right? Right, yeah. but like it's right about now when it's like you could probably just lock in and do like another hour. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how Joe Rogan does two and a half hours for every podcast. Yeah, man. Like, at what point of podcasting do you get to to where you're like? Well, I got you lost for two and a half hours. <laughs> like, I can lose you. I can get off an hour and a half, but then you're like, people are like, ah, oh, I'm done. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All no, right, guys. That's we're, good, man. What came out of do? I can't wait for the party on Saturday and the part, the Saturday party, which is the culture, which is, which is for the culture at Kennedy Center. Boom. You can uh, find tickets to, for, for that at everythingnicedc.com. Also, we have Nice Night at Flash, which is February 9th. You can find that also at the same website. Right. Um. Yeah, man. Sounds sick. Well, dude, I really appreciate you coming Thank on. Thank you, and man. Chilling I appreciate and talking it. Bro. I could be your first interview, man. Yes. Hell yeah! I promise you, it only gets worse from here. So I'm like the best <laughs> podcast. Right I see it, man. I see it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it. That's the angle. Deuces. Whew. Wow, my man. Hey. Oh my god. Did a crippling this. That was amazing. Thank oh, you, man. Hey.